Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mark My Words. Mark My Words is the only podcast produced exclusively for independent paint retailers. I'm your host, Mark Lipton. Thank you for listening. With me today is Leanne Day. Leanne is the CEO of the PDRA, the Paint and Decorating Retailers Association. The PDRA represents all independent paint and decorating retailers in the United States and Canada. Leanne, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Mark. So uh, why don't we start by sharing a little bit about your personal history and, and you're fairly new to this job. So maybe what brought you here and what it is that you're enjoying most about the job now that you're here. Well, I've been with PDRA uh, in June of 2019. It will be three years. Before PDRA, I was with CCA Global. Some of your listeners may know CCA Global through their brands, Carpet One, ProSource, Flooring America, Lighting One, franchises and co-ops. Lighting One, who I worked for in the end of my career with CCA, was a lot like All Pro. So they had a buying group element. It was a co-op bought product together, merchandising. I was looking for something new. Uh, just so happened that a recruiter got in touch with me and paint and decorating retailer needed someone to help run the association. And that's how I landed in paint. Interesting. And so how has that adjustment been for you? Is, is the learning curve been particularly steep? Because you really changed industries completely as well as went from sort of the commercial side to sort of a customer service exclusively side? No, actually I went from membership to membership. Okay. So not at all has it been, has there really been a learning curve? Okay, great. Because in my entire career, I've always served members. So whether that was serving membership for flooring, membership for lighting, or membership for paint, it's really all of the same. Mm -hmm. Member, you know, whether it's a, a flooring dealer, a lighting dealer, or a paint dealer, you all want the same things, and that is support. And I happen to be very good at giving support. Um, I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about the local passionate about buying local. And so I really haven't had that much of a learning curve except for when it comes to the product. Right. And do you deal a lot with, with products uh, in your position? I do not. Uh, mostly it's education right. um, and how we can help support the dealer. Now that doesn't mean that we don't get involved when it comes to what new products that dealers are looking for and maybe what they want us to be talking to suppliers about because we do advocate for the independent. So there, there are times that I need to know about product, but when you're talking to me about product and what I need to know about product, I think more of how you make the product. Mm -hmm. So no, I don't need to be a chemist, but I do need to know what products that the independent dealer is looking for. I need to know what they're looking for in the future and what I need to be talking to the suppliers for as how it pertains to what the dealer wants. Why don't we talk a little bit about what exactly PDRA does for its uh, members? So PDRA, the main foundation, what PDRA gives the dealer, we wanna see the dealer be successful. So really whatever that takes is what we're going to do, but the main foundation is education. So education, sales training, customer service, product, one of the things that the dealers and the suppliers have really been uh, speaking to me about in the last 18 months, they want more support when it comes to product. Mm -hmm. So product education, a lot of focus on videos and podcasts. 
you're familiar with the podcast. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been even with your with your podcast that that you've done. I mean, that was a lot of yeah. A lot of people listen to that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And so I'm curious the the sort of help that they're looking for. Are they looking for help themselves, the dealers themselves, or are they looking for you to help them uh, bring up the quality of their employees? Who is it that you're focusing most of your education on? Both. So the owner, they're looking for maybe management and operations. They're also looking for employee education. So again, sales training, product, theft, Mm -hmm. and loss prevention. Again, but on the other side of the coin, going back to the owner, it could be succession planning or maybe business valuation. There's just a lot of different topics out out there um, that I think PDRA needs to be focusing on to help the dealers, whether that be at an owner level, a manager level, uh, a seasoned employee, or a new hire. And so I, I know we're here at the All Pro Show, obviously, as you know, and one of the things that often I speak about with other dealers when I'm here is, is uh, business valuation and succession planning, right? And particularly in the circle that I travel in, you know, I've been around for a lot of years, so a lot of the people in my circle are sort of my age. And, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's on everybody's mind. Why don't you give me a little uh, example of some of the things that the PDRA can do to help dealers uh, through transition? Currently, there is a gentleman named Gary Pittsford with Castle Wealth Management. I've worked with him for over 15 years. When I came to PDRA, I asked him if he could help us and the association provide information to the dealers, specifically about succession planning and business valuation. Right now, Gary is a guest columnist in PDR Magazine, so he's provided information to dealers specifically about operation and finances. Mm -hmm. And let Uh, me stop you. PDR Magazine is your regular monthly magazine that's issued by the PDRA. Correct. And who does that get sent to? Just, I don't want to get off topic too far. Uh, That magazine goes out to all independent paint retailers. Mm Mm-hmm. It also goes out to the industry suppliers. Mm -hmm. That makes up our circulation of 20,000 plus. Terrific. Okay, so going back to Gary, sorry. So he's been writing for you regularly in your magazine. Gary has been writing for us regularly. Gary also, uh, with our partnership, if dealers want to contact Gary, if they let him know that they're with the PDRA, Gary will will provide them with excellent service and a little bit of a discount to Mm -hmm. get them started um, with his services. And so the idea would be to help dealers understand how much their business is worth uh, would help them understand perhaps how to market it and, and get out. Absolutely. And, right. and not just that. You know, some of the guys, Mark, that, and I'm sure you know them in here, we're at All Pro and, you know, walking around. Some people are looking at retirement in five, seven, ten years. So when it comes to that business value valuation, it's going to take some of that time to get your business value yep. up to exactly yep. where you want it, yep. because that is the retirement plan. That is where those finances are going to be. So by having this relationship with Gary, and if dealers want to go ahead and contact Gary, Gary can start working with them now. So in the five, seven, or 10 years that they want to sell, they'll be where they want to be. Right. And so... What other sort of programs do you guys uh, have going on? Or, or even if you want to talk about some things that you're working on that you're hoping to bring out soon, this would be a good time to put those in. Cost of doing business. We're actually partnering with the NRHA. 
And the NRHA is? The North American Retail Hardware Association. Okay. That cost of doing business study is going to be invaluable to the dealer and to the industry. And so we spoke about this once before, and it's a topic that I'm really interested in. Why don't you give me a little bit of detail of, of what it is that you guys are trying to accomplish there? Well, with that information, to me, it's the first step of collecting the data that we need to go forward. When I came into PDRA, I was surprised at the lack of information that the association had. Right. Even just some of the simple industry information that I needed as to market share, mm -hmm. I didn't have it. Interesting. And I needed to call on some of our supplier partners to check my numbers as to what I came up with. And in, in my previous life, you know, the industry associations, whether that be in flooring and lighting, they, they were like the library Correct. of the data. Correct. Well, I want the PDRA to, to be able to do that to where we're all working together and we're making sure that this data is correct, that we do have it. And so if, you know, the suppliers or the dealers need that information, they can just call PDRA and we have it. And I believe that this cost of doing business study will help us along with some of the other smaller studies that we've done in the past 18 months. So tell me a little bit about how you go about collecting that data, because it sounds like you're looking for a lot of information, and it sounds like you're going to need dealers to engage with you to get that, right? You're looking for information from your dealers. Yes, absolutely. It's actually confidential. Mm -hmm. PDRA will never see the information. Uh, it goes to a third party. The dealers will ask to be submit some financial information, balance sheet, income statement, and that will be turned into this third party confidentially. They'll compile all the numbers, and then for those that do participate, they will get a detailed report. Though we will be sharing that information in the sense of a high-level executive summary. Right. So again, for those that don't participate, they'll see a high-level executive summary. For those that do participate, they'll get a more detailed report, but it will never, it will always stay anonymous. Right. Nobody's name will ever be called out. And and so it seems to me that that, that level of granular information is what would help a dealer really understand whether or not he or she is being successful or not uh, in their market, right? It's You're talking about comparing levels of profitability and overhead and things like that to what other dealers are seeing and experiencing Ex around the country. Exactly. Exactly. And, They'll and, be able to benchmark themselves out right. against their colleagues. It sounds terrific. So how many dealers are you hoping participate in something like this? With this being the first time that we've done cost of doing business, I would say at the minimum, at the very minimum, we need at least 150. I would love if we could get 350. Right. And so how, how are you guys handling that outreach? How are you engaging uh, dealers to try to get that 150 to 350 participate? Because I know myself, sometimes just getting people to read a blog for four minutes can be really difficult to do. And it sounds like you're asking for you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes worth of their time. Exactly. So we have spoke with Lancaster, we've spoke with Allpro, and we've spoke with PPG, mm -hmm. and we've asked those three organizations to help us, and they are going to be helping us and, and speaking to the dealers when they're out in the field. They will also be sending out electronic information, just as PDRA will. And as we're going to the shows, 
here at All Pro, we are starting to go ahead and talk about that cost of doing business. So right. dealers do know that we'll be asking this of them. We'll also be utilizing the magazine. The magazine is the PDRA's main communication tool to the dealer. Mm-hmm. And and so I saw you on the uh, floor show earlier today. Is that one of the topics that you and you had? Uh, I saw at least one other person. Maybe there were two other people from your group. Is is that what you guys are are pushing out today? Somewhat. I mean, when you, it depends on how the conversation goes. You know, if you're on the floor and you're talking to a dealer, it may not exactly that might not be exactly the way the conversation goes. But right. yes, I too try to fit that in because I do think it's just so so very important, and I I think that that. The cost of doing business study is is going to start hopefully a brand new a brand new path that PDRA will be going down with collecting data right. uh, and engaging the the dealers so we can start storing this information and when the dealers and the suppliers need that we'll be able to to share that information with them and you know it's interesting how the world has changed the last fifteen years or so the person who owns the data now is in charge. Right. You're, you're at the table. If, even if you haven't necessarily been brought to the table by others at the table, if you have the data, you're at the table. Yeah. And that, I, I agree with you. And I, and that's a true statement, but you know, and even as you were saying that I was thinking to my head, that's not, that's not even what my feeling is on it. Right. It's more of a responsibility as the industry association. We're responsible for that. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be collecting that. We're yeah. supposed to have that information. And we're supposed to be able to provide it to the suppliers and the dealers. And so sort of uh, high level, I don't want to get too granular, the sort of information you're looking to collect would help dealers benchmark themselves on things like a staff total payroll to sales ratio, a rent to sales ratio, things like that. And depending on, I haven't got the final, the final questions uh, for the cost of doing business, but my experience before it also will help with how many different turns, mm-hmm. what your inventory levels should be, top line sales, right. profit, just the amount of information that the dealer will be able to derive from this is, is going to be. And so then how do you, so, so let's fast forward a little bit and a few months down the road or a year down the road, you're done with this survey and you've got all of this information. How do you go about using that or enabling dealers to use that to their best advantage? From there, we'll be able to, when it comes to, we were talking about Gary Pittsford. Right. So if we're going to talk about business evaluation or we're going to be talking about succession planning, Gary then has solid numbers to actually speak back to mm-hmm. when he's writing those columns. Or if we're talking about marketing dollars, then we've got a guest columnist talking, speaking about marketing dollars. We know the marketing dollars that those participants have, that mm-hmm. group. So we can start building everything upon actual data and actual right. numbers and keep referring back to it. Right. Even when we're, we have, when we're speaking about product, so how much product does the average paint dealer have in his store? Mm-hmm. And then we keep building upon the cost of doing business. This would be a study that we do probably every two or three years. And you're hoping to do this forever? Yes. Every two or three. So this is going to be a database that uh, the PDRA provides to the industry on an ongoing basis. Correct. Okay, terrific. 
So uh, tell me, Leanne, do you think that the PDRA is is in the forefront and on the minds of dealers? I think we are starting to become on the minds of dealers again. I think that there were several years that maybe the dealers didn't see PDRA so much for the association, but as the magazine. Yep. And I think as our focus is shifting again back to education and dealer support and dealer advocacy and working with the other organizations in the paint industry, I think we are. Right. And so how do you let dealers know if you're, you're feeling like you're starting to become successful at doing what you want to do, how do you let dealers know who maybe have tuned out because of some of the problems that you're talking about? How do you let them know that you, you are back on top and you are back in the game and that they can depend on you and come to you for, for support? When I first came aboard with PDRA, I wanted to make sure that I went out to the shows and I wanted to get in front of the dealers because I wanted to talk to them and I wanted to hear from them and I wanted to know what wasn't working and what was working because I saw that the engagement level just wasn't what I wanted it to be. Right. So I needed to figure out what was wrong. Um, we started, when I started getting the feedback in, I, they talked to me about the magazine and everybody loved the magazine. There were a couple things that they, they wanted to see differently. They wanted to see more retailers. They wanted to see more best practices. And so I started there. And so Dan, Simon, and myself, we got with uh, our editors and we said, okay, we want more dealers. That's why you see more dealers on the cover of the magazine. There used to not be as many dealers. Now you see more dealers. You see stories, more stories about dealers, more best practices, even going to the guest columns. Those guest columns, even if you, if you read them, they go back to a dealer or we try to use dealer examples, the PDRA Now section. Even with the industry profiles that we do on the suppliers, we try to take the scope of those stories, those articles, and write them to where we're interviewing a dealer and the dealers are talking about the suppliers. Interesting. Because the dealers want to hear from other dealers. Right. Right? Well, that, that is my experience, particularly with these all pro shows, which are primarily the ones that I go to. The, the main reason to go is, is the engagement with the other dealers. Mm -hmm. To network. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And, and so we talked a little bit about uh, these two shows. So there's two all pro shows a year that you go to. What are the other shows that you attend hoping to uh, meet with dealers? Lancaster and the National Hardware Show. Okay. Those are the other two major shows that we go to. That's the, where I get to talk to the majority of the dealers. And, it, and Mark, it doesn't just stop also with the magazine. I wanted to talk to the dealers about the education, what was working, what wasn't. They wanted more education. They wanted um, more than what we just had. We had good education, but they wanted to see modern education. They wanted things to be reskinned. They wanted a better website. We still have a lot of work to do on the website, but it was better than what it was. They want better programs, marketing programs. We tried uh, well, consumer marketing. They wanted marketing programs. What I found out when they said marketing program, it was really content. Dealers mm -hmm. want content. Right. They can't find the content. Right. And, and they, so they want to be involved in Instagram. They want to be on Facebook. They want to be tweeting but they don't necessarily have the time to provide 
all of the content because they're busy selling paint. So they look to you guys to provide some of that content. Is and, that what you're and saying? And not better than right. someone that has their own, pub an organization that has their own publication. Right. With writers that have over 20 years experience. Right. Specific to paint and right. the paint industry and DIY, right? And so are you providing a lot of that content now? We do, but I don't know that the dealers realize that we have the program and how affordable the program is. Right. Um, we have a program that provides five articles and five images that go along with the articles that they can use in social media for their uh, Twitter, Facebook, blogging. They can also use it to create their own newsletter. Right. So that is a really affordable program at $100 a month. And right. Mark, as a writer, I'm pretty sure right. you know right. how much it is to purchase right. one article with one image from someone that is actually in a specific industry and can write about that. Right. And so do you have dealers participating in that now? We have some dealers participating in it, but I'm very disappointed actually in the level of participation. Okay. And, and why do you think that is? I, I personally think it's because we haven't focused enough on the program. Yeah. I think that our electronic communication that we send out our monthly newsletter and some of the e-blasts that we send out. And you also send out the magazine in electronic we, format as well, correct? We do. Yeah. And there have been a few articles about the program in the magazine. But I find that when Tina and Brandy, who are who work for PDRA membership coordinators, when they pick the phone up and they get to talk to the dealers, I find that that brings the best results. Right. Well, sometimes it takes a few time calling a dealer because right. you all are busy. You're running right. a business. You don't have right. time to listen to a, a, a spiel about a marketing content right. program. And do you do any outreach on stuff like that? I'm we just do. curious. We do. So Tina and Brandy, they call. The, the goal is to try to reach out to 20 or 30 dealers a day. Wow. And the reason it's 20 or 30 dealers a day is because there's about 8,000 of you out there from what my numbers show. Right. And you don't reach everybody all the time and yeah. everybody's busy. Right. So it's just taking time trying to get through and, and share what the program is. So hopefully right. those that are listening to this podcast, you know, if it's right. something that they're interested in, you know, for, for the con for being able to have content. Yeah, to help support their their desires to be on social media and and not necessarily wanting to commit the time to uh, to provide all of that content, you give them some alternative. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Terrific. Leanne, tell me some of the situations that that in your experience would cause a dealer to reach out to the PDRA looking for for support. There are two things that come to mind when dealers call us. These are the two top calls that we get. The first one would be education. They want to know what type of education we have and that can help them and their staff. The second question is they want to know what other dealers are doing. Mm. So whether that is concerning merchandising, uh, whether that is something about operations, customer service, credit card processing. Right. We get calls all the time asking about what are these other dealers doing. And how do you gather that data? Because that's different from some of the information we were speaking about before, where you can ask specifically, what's your rent? What's your sales? And you can provide ratios. This is a little softer, a little more nuanced. 
How do you provide that information? How do you tell a dealer in Oklahoma City that there are dealers in New York that are doing particularly well with a particular brand of product or a particular type of service that they may offer? You have to be someone that is passionate about building relationships with people. And that in my career and, and the people that work for me and Mike Bodewin and his crew and the guys from Lancaster and even all the sales reps, we all remember this because we're so passionate about our dealers mm -hmm. and we like to help our dealers. So we always keep that type of information in our heads. And if somebody comes to us and, you know, we happen to be talking about merchandising and what, what really worked for them, we always know that story so we can tell right. the next guy. Right. Sometimes for me, it, it does, it, it is easier because we do have a publication mm -hmm. so I can put it in the magazine, put it in the monthly newsletter, right. send out a e-blast on that. But mainly you just remember right. and you try to match people up. And right. And do you do a lot where, where you might say, hey, you know, I heard a good story about something Mark Lipton's doing. Here's his phone number. Why don't you call Absolutely. him? Absolutely. All yeah, the time. That I think is an important role of, a, of an industry trade organization, right, is, is connecting, you know, two members or three members with each it, other. It makes me so happy when I am able to do that. Yeah. And then... What's even more satisfying is when you see somebody at like the next show and they come up and they say, Leanne, thank you so much for introducing me to Mark. Right. He was able to help me out. Right. I got my problem solved and everything's great. Right. That's why I love hearing that. Right. And, and in that case, you've solved the problem for the dealer without necessarily acquiring all the knowledge that it would have taken to solve the problem just by making that connection you've in effect solved their problem. Right, and then and, and now two dealers have just, you know, formed this connection, right. formed this network. Right. And, it, and it's, you know, it spreads out as yep. well because most of the time they don't know the same dealers that you do. Right. So you connect two people and really you've connected more than that. Right. You know, so it, it's, it's just, it's a very, very, it's a great job to have. Yeah, and that sounds like a particularly satisfying, and I can see by looking at your face as we're sitting here talking, it seems like that's a part of the job that you really enjoy. I really do enjoy it. Yeah, that. I bet. So uh, let's change topics a little bit. I've heard you mention a, a couple of uh, manufacturers' names. Uh, I've heard you mention PPG and Lancaster. What is the organization's relationship with the main manufacturers that, that are uh, you know, selling into this channel? Well, PPG is actually the 2019 Platinum Sponsor, Education Sponsor. Wow. Yeah, it's a very, we were, PPG has really stepped up to the plate. Good um, for them. And, and partnered with PDRA to provide education for 2019. They have really supported us and our efforts and, and our vision of what we would like to bring to the table and be able to provide the dealers going forward. And can I ask, are they help, is that help just financial or are they helping with content as well? Both. Oh, wow. Good for them. So it wasn't just financial help. Their entire team has been helpful. Content, even with ideas and, and working together as a team to get the ideas or to right. brainstorm together. I mean, right. you know, that's, that's even a big deal. You know, when PDRA isn't a huge staff. Right. Just to have them there being able to brainstorm ideas with and keep pushing 
my vision forward and the entire PDRA's vision forward. And again, this all goes back to the feedback that I've been getting from dealers. So really it's the dealer vision. Right. It is such a tremendous help. They've really, really, really helped out this and, year. And I suspect I, I, I know, why don't you say uh, how big your staff is? Uh, at PDRA, you're, you know, the org trade organizations are not huge. No. Generally. And yeah. so you've, you've got a small staff. Five. Right. So you got a staff of five people. So if you're trying to provide a lot of content, I suspect that somebody bigger is going to have to help you with that. And so I'm, I'm glad to hear that that somebody stepped up and is is offering that. And to clarify, the five staff that we have, when I speak about our staff, it's separate from the magazine. Okay. So we have the magazine staff and then we have the PDRA staff. Okay. So the magazine staff, of course, we have many writers, we have an editor, right. we have all those things. I talk about Dan, myself, Tina, Kim, and Brandy all back at the office. That's the organization, is those names. Yes. And okay. then we have, again, the editor the and the writers magazine and all of that side on the magazine it. side. The magazine side of it. Interesting. <laughs> So you talked a little bit about your relationship with PPG. Talk about some of the other important relationships that you're managing. We have relationships with Allpro and Lancaster, Pacoa. Pacoa, for those who, who don't know, because they're a little more regional, Pacoa is like a Lancaster in the northeast and eastern coast of the United States, right? Mm -hmm. right. Yes, it is. With Allpro, we're here at Allpro. We support right. Allpro. PDRA, again, even though, you know, not everyone that's even going to be listening to your podcast is an all-pro dealer, we support everyone, right. all-pro, non-all-pro. Mike Bodewin and the all-pro um, team, great partners. Same for Lancaster. Mike Doobie and his team, great partners. We support them both. They support us. And anything that we can do for them, we will do. And so what kind of things, not to interrupt, but what kind of things would you look to vendors like that for. So PPG obviously has enormous purse strings and, and e enormous abilities to, to uh, accomplish large amounts of work, you know, on your behalf, whether it's education or whatever else. What about some of these smaller to mid-size uh, vendors? What is it that you look for from them? So for example, we were talking about the cost of doing business study earlier. Allpro and Lancaster both are going to be able to help me push the participation right. of the of that study. By giving you access to their members or dealers, is that what you're saying? Right, because yeah. their members, their dealers are also my members and dealers, right? right? Right. But you asked me earlier if I thought if PDRA was on the forefront of the minds of the dealers. I think we're getting there, but I know for sure that Allpro and Lancaster, they are on the front of the minds of the dealers. Right. So while I'm still working on that engagement, I know that Mike and his team, and I know that Mike Doobie and his team, they can help. Right. And they support us, we support them, so they can really help push those things. So, so information sharing and access to dealers are the two ways that I think I hear you saying. Absolutely, yeah. you said it very well. Terrific. Mm -hmm. We and, and Mark, I'm not sure if you know, but PDRA, we're actually also working with other organizations outside of the paint industry. So let's talk a little bit about that. Who are some of the other relationships that, that you have that you feel help dealers, that using them you can help dealers in ways that you won't be able to reach 
by staying in the industry? Well, North American Retail, the Hardware Association. Right. We have a great relationship with them. They help us with the magazine. Synergies. We got together and we wanted to see what synergies that we had. Associations in general are looking to each other to start partnering. Right. Just as we tell our members, you know, whether that's the booksellers association, the, the runners association, the grocers association, all of the our associations are trying to come together to see what synergies we have. Right. So we can start operating more effectively. Right. The NRHA and the PDRA have come together and we're trying to see what synergies we have so we can operate more effectively. Cost of doing business. We're going to do that together. So it's going to be more cost effective for right. both organizations. That is not an inexpensive study to do. Right. Well, by being able to combine our 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 power and and some of the questions are going to be the same right and then some of them of course will be specific to our industries we're able to save our our organizations significant sums and so as part of the prep for this you would also mention that you have some ongoing relationships with the pdca correct why don't we talk about that a little bit because i that was interesting to me last week myself dan simon and the pdra board we went to the PDCA Expo so we could meet with the PDCA board. We got together, this was our first meeting, hopefully in a lot of long, more long relationships and a lot more meetings. Right, and PDCA's Patent Decorating Contractors Association. Correct. Right? Correct, and Steve Sodak is the executive director at the PDCA. Mm -hmm. We got together with their board, Again, first meeting, because we want to start breaking the barriers. We want to bring the actual retailers and the contractors together and strengthen those relationships. The relationship between the contractor, there's tension there. Right. At times, a lot of tension. Right. And you're not talking about the organization level. You're talking about the actual contractor and the actual paint store or paint store owner. Yes, okay. exactly. We're going to start with the boards. Right. both boards together, having those hard, honest conversations about what it is, you know, that, that aggravates the contractor about the retailer and mm -hmm. that aggravates the retailer about the contractor and what it is that we can do to break the barriers down. I found out just last week, there are some misconceptions. You know, I right. think that some of the contractors think that there are easy, you know, some things are easier for the retailers right. that are not, that's not exactly how the process flows. Right. And I think if we can start getting these conversations, starting at that board level and then trickling down as we can work some of these things out and then going out into the membership, also getting the suppliers involved because we have a lot of supplier overlap. Right. I think that we can strengthen the entire industry. And I also think, Mark, that. I know that both organizations' members want that. Right. There's too many contractors that I saw last week that said, yes, they absolutely want it. They were excited. Right. They were glad to see us there. And it wasn't just the board. It was contractors in general. And I've spoken with our dealers, the retailers, and right. they're happy to see that we're reaching out and trying to work with the contractors. Well, I think uh, communication is in everybody's benefit, right? If, if particularly in areas where there's not a lot of cooperation, well, communication is, is going to make it better for both sides. Yes. So 
Tell me, uh, why, why do you think it's important for a dealer to support the PDRA? My easy answer would be they should support the PDRA because it's the industry association. That's the easy answer. Right. But, but do you think that that's enough to ask uh, a dealer to support you just because we're here and we've got your name on the door? Or do you, do you think you owe them more than that? That's a hard one, Mark. Because my heart says, yes, you should just go on and support because it's your industry association. Right. And everybody should come together to do that. Especially, you know, with the attrition that we have in the industry. Right. Yes. But I also know that not everybody thinks that. Right. And we've got to be a lot of... And obviously you are not thinking that. You guys are providing a lot of value. So you obviously recognize you exactly. have some responsibilities here. And, and that's where I was going. You've right. got to be many different things to different people. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, going back to, you had asked me the question of what were we doing for, for different dealers? Well, and I had to go out and get the feedback. So for right. some people, it's they want to see the magazine and they want to read it and know what's going on about the industry. It's education for other dealers. Right. Some dealers, it's the best practices and the networking. I think that we're going to be different things to different dealers. And I think that we just have to be flexible enough and adaptable enough. And we have to listen and, and continue to be innovative and open and flexible and continue to listen to the dealers and continue to do those things that the dealers need so we can keep engaging membership. The one thing that I do hope that comes out of the podcast is that those dealers that maybe haven't looked at the PDRA in a long time or that don't know anything about the PDRA, maybe they'll call us up, right? look at our website, give you a call, email right. you or another colleague, because there are a lot of PDRA members out there I'm one myself. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, if they've got a question, they can email me and ask me. I'd love to talk to them. But I'd love just to hear back from the dealers and, and again, get a lot of that engagement going. Because as we were talking about communication, you've got to keep those doors, those, those avenues of communication open. Right. Uh, Leanne, we're getting to the end of our time. Uh, would you like to take a moment and, and share a final message with our listeners? Again, uh, I would love to hear from the dealers. So if you would like to reach out to me by email at leanne at pdra.org, that's L-E-A-N-N at pdra.org. I'd love to hear from you, or you can give me a call at 636-680-2739. Terrific. So that's a great way to end it. Leanne Day, CEO of the PDRA, thank you very much for being on my podcast today and continued success working for dealers as the Chief Executive Officer of the PDRA. Thank you, Mark. This is Mark, my words, and I'm your host, Mark Lipton. Thank you for listening. And check your inbox for notification of more podcasts and blog posts at marklipptonpaint.com.